The Spur of the Moment podcast is proudly presented by Shane Daigie, Realtor of Always Here Properties. Selling your home, buying your home, first-time buyers, investors, and seasoned home buyers. Call or text 512-540-1626, and I'll be glad to help with all of your real estate needs. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Spur of the Moment podcast. I'm your host, Shane Daigie. And I'm your co-host, Drew D. Welcome to episode 151 of Spur of the Moment. Yeah, coming straight from the Simon Eater Studios in the heart of Texas, the number one father-son duo in San Antonio Spurs Nation. We are here and we are wrapping up the 2022-2023 season as far as games go. We'll have our season-ending episode here in probably about a week. Uh, we're going to compile games and data and kind of give you a preview next week. Uh, we typically like to do them on Thursdays because they're Spurs days. So we may be coming out with that next episode sometime next week prior to Thursday or maybe even dropping it on Thursday. We'll see. But uh, it will be coming. But we're going to wrap up this Dallas Mavericks-San Antonio Spurs game. And it was great to wrap this season up with a win and put possibly... One of the most pivotal seasons in the Spurs history moving forward uh, from the past to the forward this season. I don't think we'll see another one like it for a while, or at least I hope we don't. Um, hopefully not for another 25 years, just like the last time we went through one like this. But uh, anyway, let's get on to this Dallas Mavericks and Spurs game. Drew, what can you tell us about this uh, Spurs big-time win over the Mavs? Yeah, so really good win against the Mavs. Eight guys in double figures out of nine. Eight out of nine, that's a great that's a great stat right there. But a great first quarter to open the gates, 42-14 to 14 in that quarter. And then closing it out well in the fourth quarter, 30-26. to 26. Those are the two more, most important quarters in this game. San Antonio shot 49% while Dallas shot 42. And we shot 39% from three while Dallas shot 32. So a great win from the San Antonio Spurs to close out the season on a good note. When and improving our record at 22-60. and 60. And I don't think, think the season was as bad as everybody thought. Yeah, and uh, one number that stood out to me about this game is we had four players in double-digit rebound totals. Wow. That's crazy. But the rebounding number, the Spurs had 69 rebounds, Mavericks 46. So that was the decided edge and, to me, the big difference in the game. So now we're going to go to our interview. We're going to listen to Popovich for the last time in the offseason. kind of summation of the season and the, the goals you set out with and where that fits in the next phase of the uh, I think they were right on the money. You know, the goals were development individually, uh, learning how to be a pro, uh, understanding team concepts in the NBA, uh, you know, how to conduct yourself. Uh, and so in that regard... Uh, they showed a lot of character. When you're losing as much as we've lost, uh, it's easy to blame people. You know, my coach doesn't understand me. My teammate didn't do this. Uh, and none of that ever happened. The character and personalities on the team uh, really meshed. They got along. They enjoy each other. 
whether we're on the bus, on the plane, at dinner. Uh, on All right. Let's pop Vic's talking about the growth of the team and the enjoyment of the team. Sorry for the technical difficulties. Sometimes that pops on, but uh, that was Popovich. Now we're going to get to Tankathon. Tankathon segment. Let's see where we end tonight. Last one wasn't a great episode as we finished with the number sixth overall selection. Let's see what tonight brings. And here we go. Well, we're number three, and this number three one is going to be an interesting one to follow here for the next month, month and a half as we figure out where our lottery odds lie. So, in your opinion, if we're the number three pick, who is going to be wearing the silver and black next year? Again, this is the pick where it's the hardest choice, in my opinion, because there's three guys <clears throat> that I legitimately think would be all right at that pick. But I think that the San Antonio Spurs would take Almond Thompson at that pick right there because this is how I think the order is going to go. Magic obviously take Victor. The Pacers will take Scoot. And we will take Almond Thompson at that pick. It could be Brandon Miller, but I think we take Almond Thompson, like you said in previous episodes. You think he's better for the clubhouse. So I think we take Almond Thompson. I do like Almond Thompson uh, in the third slot, and I would not be disappointed in that pick in the least. I think he's an electric player. He's really athletic. One of the most freakish athletes overall in the entire draft. But if this scenario played out where the Magic had the number one, the Pacers had the number two, and the Spurs had the number three, I think we'd end up with uh, Scoot Henderson. I just think they, they're not going to get Scoot with Tyrese Halliburton there. They got their franchise cornerstone um, with the Pacers. So I think they get uh, Brandon Miller or even Amon Thompson in the two-hole and I think Scoot slides to us. Just my Ooh. prediction. So I think that's going to be a fun fun draft. I mean, we know the players in the game. We know the names. And uh, it's going to be fun to see this offseason. I mean, the lottery is going to solve a lot. But then there's going to be more questions because, you know, the Spurs are always full of draft day surprises. So we'll see how that plays out. Let's get back to this Mavericks game and the season-ending win. And let's go with our top two, bottom two. Yeah, so for my number one on the top two list, you got to go with Dominic Barlow, right? An outstanding game to cap Dominic Barlow's rookie season. This has to be his best game of his career by far. A 21-point, 19-rebound, double-double with a block and a steal, and he shot 8 of 11 from the field in 34 minutes. Fantastic way to end the season, young fella. So he's my number one. My number two on the top two... I went with Sandro Mamukelashvili, who had a great game to end the season as well. 23 points, 11 rebounds, while shooting 8 of 17 from the field and 4 of 7 from the three-point line in 31 minutes. Let's hear if your top two is different. Yeah, so um, my top two on this one, This there were so many guys that did well in this game. Eight guys in double figures. Yeah, it was a really good one, but uh, yeah. You can pick a name out of a hat. But uh, for me, my number one, just because he was my uh, player to go off, I'm going to go with Malachi Branham just because I want to recap his great rookie season. I think he turned out to be more of a pleasant surprise than I realized he was going to be. I remember Jay Billis on draft night talking about Malachi Branham, but overall his body of work this season, really impressed and really proud. So he was my number one. Uh, player in this game and then I also had Sandro as my number two I just thought that was a great night for him he was electric I think he's going to be a 
great player for the Spurs moving forward. And so that's my top two. All right, let's get to the bottom two. Drew, who are your bottom two? Well, good news for this matchup. The 15-point rule in the San Antonio Spurs won by 19. That does not happen very often. It's happened like, what, two or three times this year. I'm glad to say that on the last game of the season, there's no bottom two for this night. Yes, that's a show roll. Anytime the Spurs win by 15 points or more, we do not select a bottom two to keep the good vibes rolling. And that's what happened, and that's a great way to end the season. So, now it's time for the question of the day. And uh, who's tonight's question from? Yeah, so we have a question from Jordan in San Antonio. His question asks, with the Spurs tying with the Rockets, how does the coin flip work, and when does it happen? Yeah, so just to kind of bring you up to speed, in the standings, the Spurs are now tied for the second worst record in the NBA. Your number one obviously goes to the uh, Detroit Pistons, um, so they're going to have the, you know, the the number one pick. The second is tied for the Spurs and the Rockets. That's going to be coin flipped after the play-in games on April seventeenth. Why is that important? Don't you say all three of the first uh, worst record teams have the same odds for the number one pick? Correct. Well, do they have the same odds for the number two pick? Correct. Do they have the same odds for the number three pick? Correct. But it starts changing because the worst case scenario is what the importance of the coin flip is. If you finish as the third worst team, you can fall as low as seventh. You can have the seventh overall pick, which in this draft, you know, there's there's a, you know, seven is still going to be good, still going to be a solid player, but that's not a great consolation for finishing out with the second overall worst record. So that's what that coin flip can do. If you win that coin flip and you finish as the second worst record, the lowest you can draft is sixth overall. So that's going to be really interesting to see. Um, that coin flip, just for the worst case scenario, just to make sure that you get the best player available for your organization. So that's a great question. Thank you for that one. All right, now it's time for this day in Spurs history, and I'm going to dial it back to April 9th, 1995, as... The Spurs traveled to Los Angeles to play the Lakers, and these were two of the best teams in the NBA in that year. The Spurs, with a record of 56 and 18 after this one, Lakers dropped to 47 and 28 as the Spurs won 101 to 87 over the Lakers. Leading scorer, check out this stat line: David Robinson, 26 points, 18 rebounds, seven block shots. That's pretty amazing. Second leading scorer was Benny Del Negro. He ended up with 22 points. Sean Elliott had 18 points. And Avery Johnson finished out with 8 points and 15 assists. So a great night for the Spurs in 1995. Always a great night when we beat the Lakers during that time period. But uh, that was a good win, and that is this day in Spurs history. Now it's time to preview the upcoming game. Who do, who do the Spurs have next, Drew? The offseason, ladies and gentlemen, and the draft. Offseason. And on May 16th, the lottery balls are going to be drawn, and that night might be the most anticipated night. In de- well, definitely in 2023 for the Spurs. Yes. It's and then it's going to be upstaged in June whenever the draft actually happens. But that night is going to tell a lot because obviously everybody knows what the that what that present is sitting under the Christmas tree. Yeah. That seven foot four slash seven foot five or whatever his, his height is. There's a big French present under that tree, and there's another present that's 
one of the most electric guards to be considered in the draft and while Scoot Henderson under that tree. And then the player of the year in college, Brandon Miller under that tree. And then the Thompson twins under that tree. Jairus so, Walker. Jairus Walker for U of H, who drew's a little higher on than me, but uh, I think he's still got, he's got a great NBA body. Uh, we'll, we'll get into these guys later, but going to be a fun off season. Going to be interesting to see, do we uh, sign any guys from our uh, current roster? Do we pick up any other players? Do we cut any other players? We already saw a bunch of chips fall this year with Isaiah Roby not making it till the end of the season and then the other guys that were traded away. So a lot of good storylines to follow in this offseason. We may not touch on the is Popovich going to retire storyline because I don't think it's happening. It happens uh, every year. Every year, yep. So... That brings us to the end of this episode of the Spur of the Moment. Drew, do you have any concluding thoughts about this this game tonight? We're going to uh, wrap this up, but what do you have to say? Yeah, I really appreciate y'all sticking around for this tough season for the San Antonio Spurs, but we pushed through it, and I hope everybody enjoys their off season and enjoy their summer. We'll be back in a couple weeks, though. But, uh, yeah, thank you for listening, and as always, go Spurs, go! All right.